0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said? See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. How much time till we're on? We're
2: on. Run. What? We're on the air right now. Oh.
3: <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. A day.
4: The award-winning 7-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV,
5: available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews for your Wednesday night. Hello listener, welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. Seriously, there are millions. Uh, listening around Queensland, New South Wales right now, through the SEN app, uh, all over the world. I know there's a bunch of listeners in India as we get ready for the second test in Delhi. Uh, we'll get into that in just a moment. Hello to our listeners through the SEN radio network, SEN 1170 Sydney, 1620 Gold Coast, the fabulous SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, all those through the SEN track network as well. And as I said, the SEN app. You can get us on TikTok Sports Day SEN, uh, and you can download the show uh, and grab the podcast. I can tell you right now, Sats has put in an amazing effort uh, in the show tonight, so you'll enjoy the uh, the podcast at the end. Because on the podcast, we're already finished. Mm. Uh, and of course, last laugh tonight, just quietly, which is the joke we finished the show with. Mm. You've actually talked that up. You reckon it's one of the best? Well, I thought last night was was one of the best. I think. Quite frankly, I've
2: been really happy with myself. Quite frankly, this I've been week. Happy now, <laughs> I knew that I had a high standard. I set a very high bar with the last laugh uh, in uh, before I went away for holidays No, no Christmas no, break. No, 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 no. no. Then no, Badge no, took no. over, and he had to he had to excel. He had to get. He took it to heaven. Well, he, he went above. But but, he took it to heaven. But I set I set that bar really high. Really low. And I think since since coming back, I. Quite frankly, I think I've been outstanding.
5: Petro Severa, who was your uh, roommate at Origin, uh, will join us on the show tonight. We're going to learn a little bit more about Redcliffe. He was a Redcliffe junior. He played, was played for the Broncos and, of course, the Panthers. Uh, we'll have a chat to him tonight. Let's talk about a charity footy game. One of the greatest front well. rowers,
2: not of the modern era, of all time. I
5: think. Yeah.
2: I think but, when you talk about some of our greatest front rowers, he sits at the table. Well, let's, let's
5: let's let's find out who they are then. Former centre. He was a centre when he was in Redcliffe. Imagine trying to tackle him as a centre. Mm-hmm.
2: I know. Wow. He used to wear this. He used to wear this little uh, fibreglass arm guard because he broke his arm in 2000. Yeah. It was yeah. Missed out in the premiership, and um, he used to wear this little fibreglass uh, cast on his arm, and he used to put it on after the linesman came in to check your boots and your and your nails, mm. your fingernails, and and he used to call it the rabbit killer. Because he used to whack you on the nose with it and break your mm. nose, and your eyes used to water. And he's a great. Is that guy. allowed? No, it wasn't. But he got away with it because he's a nice guy. Apparently, he's the greatest guy.
5: The uh, second test starts Friday. Catch it on SEN uh, stations or download the SEN app. Adam Collins, one of our commentators, will join us just after seven o'clock uh, Eastern Daylight Savings Time, live from Delhi. Uh, there are some doubts over a couple Australian players. He's been watching the net session today and. There's a fair-dinkum chance that Mitch Stark won't play this second test. That is a big loss if he won't, uh, if he doesn't pull up for that. Also, Tor Green is very unlikely, and I'm hearing stories today, and I want to find out from Collie. I'm hearing Travis Head won't be brought back into the side. They could be going with three spinners. Will this
2: be sticking with the plan they've always had, and they don't want to deviate away from that? And and another hand would be. That they don't want to make changes. They want to let the guys that failed in the first test to be able to revitalise and, and fight through it, whatever it may be. So it'd be interesting.
5: I think, um, yeah, look, Andrew McDonald in the beginning of the week said we need to take 20 wickets. I'm going, hang on, we've got to get some runs first. Mm. Yeah. So maybe we're going in with that. I just, I still can't work out sats. And our listeners are smarter than us. So for, Well, most of them. O four five seven seven three six seven three six. I, I just can't work out why we had Kuhneman rushed over to India. So not even a chance to go home, get some clothes or anything like that. He was playing shield cricket in Melbourne. Chucked straight on a plane Sunday night. His mates had to bring him down some clothes from Brizzy, and then he's rushed. Out. Why is he being rushed over? Oh, I can see why. Just to get him over to
2: India as quick as possible, get amongst the team. Whether he plays in the second test or not, we're not quite sure. Uh, but he needs to get into the camp. He needs to get be part of the team as soon as humanly possible. Mm. Trying to waste too many days. Um, and just, just to get to understand, one, what happens on tour. Two, playing in the subcontinent and getting used to those conditions hard enough. The scrutiny, the media, the fans, whatever it may be. Get to know some of his teammates that he probably hasn't had a lot to do with. I can see the upside to why you would get him over there. But Sats... The only reason you would get him over there also would be it probably looks more likely that he may play in
5: the second test. Well, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Because there's about 10 days between test two He's and test... He's two,
2: isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh,
5: there's 10 days between test two and test three.
2: Mm.
5: So unless they're, unless they're planning him in this, there's no reason to rush him over. Mm. So maybe they feel that they need the three spinners going. Because uh, you'd assume Toddy Murphy and um, and will keep their spots. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So anyway, we'll find out. We'll have a chat to Colo in around about an hour's time just uh, on the cricket. We've been talking about I picked it up early in the week, mm. and I've been talking about it all week. There's some buzzwords around Cricket Australia, and it seems to be around being brave and proactive. Now, Jack picked up a... The Andrew McDonald media release and his press conference. Yes, we had Carey, and we also had was it Cummins talking about being brave and proactive, and Alex Carey, and as uh, so I said that, and Carey. Oh yeah. So we've got we've got some buzzwords around. It's a medley. We put a medley together, well, and I... th- there is
2: a yeah. It's quite obvious that there is a um, as part of their I suppose the sports psychology around preparing for the second test. They've obviously thrown in some some anchor words that they want to. That every teammate to be talking about so they can be as positive as humanly possible. And any chance they get, they need to use these words. Or are the players internally saying, who can get the most buzzwords out? Let's have a competition. Are are they
5: taking the P155 out of the coach? No, I think they're just – Or out of us. I think
2: they've got an internal competition going on, the players. Not Andrew McDonald. But have a listen to the, the buzzwords that are being used by the players and coach.
3: We weren't as proactive as what we wanted to be. We- Proactiveness, braveness. You know, being brave enough to, to be proactive at the time, so. You're going to have to be brave to be able to get the field to, to the position you want, to be able to rotate the strike, and you're going to have to be incredibly brave to do that. And we're encouraging our players to play that way.
5: One of them said you've got to be brave to be proactive. <laughs> what? We're onto something there. There's a medley.
2: Oh. Is it a bit of a running joke internally? I'm not quite sure. Or have they been instructed when. When addressing the media and addressing the the cricket fans, that we need to use these words to make out that we're, yeah, you know, we're on the right foot. We've recovered from the first test humiliation. We're getting into the second test and being as positive humanly possible. So, mm.
5: yeah, oh, just, you know what? Just go and score runs, and take wickets. Just shut up and play. Just shut up and play, <laughs> would you? Just. <laughs> I can't believe you have to be brave to be proactive. Yeah. Mm. That's ridiculous. We're doing that tonight. 0457 736, 736. Uh, If you've got one, uh, send it through to us. Or 1300 0111 70. You going to kick it off, Sats?
2: I've got a good one for you. LeBron James. Recently, last week, we, we saw all the, uh, the celebrations around him became the all-time scorer, uh, point scorer in NBA history. He was born exactly 38 weeks after Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who held the record, broke the all-time scoring record in 1984. So it's 38 weeks he was born after. Okay. LeBron broke it 38 years later and at 38 years of age. He did it on February 7, which is the 38th day of the year. Get out. He scored 38 points and his all-time scoring record on that night became 38,388.
5: No way. That, That is... Oh, it's not working for us.
2: <laughs> isn't that great? Come on, there that's ridiculous. That's amazing, isn't it? I think it's rigged. I think mean, it's set up. I think the NBA's
5: rigged it. Absolutely.
2: No, because he's got to be able to drop the shot first and foremost.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. Do you think
2: they made the ring bigger just yeah. for <laughs> that one shot?
5: What about the present? I still, I still can't get over the presentation Yeah, that happened post that. Mm. Like, let's just stop the game. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll stop the game for a half hour. We'll do a presentation. Hey, are you not doing first laugh tonight? No, not doing it. Why not? Well, I just think there's too much to get to, and it was taking the shine off last laugh. But we've got a text here. Yeah. From 912. Have you seen that? 912. No. Uh, go. Um, it's Brisbane Or Jason, you started strong and sounded like you took a happy pill but didn't last long. Boys, you are aware the run home team were laying into your last laugh segment. Oh, a great segue there. Um, so they did. So our great colleagues on the run home
2: with uh, on SCN. They're not that great. With uh, Joel and and Fletch and well, it was Joel Fletch, and yeah. Joel and Barney today. But Fletch wasn't there again. What's yeah. the go oh, with that? He's probably got a cash job somewhere. That he's <laughs> got to go be try and be funny. Him and a Heidi. double bay. Yeah, um, and so they had a bit of a go at your first laugh to open their show this morning. Now they do that to obviously boost ratings. So you did us.
5: know about this.
2: So. We've put this into a little package. I'm not playing it. Well, you've got to push the button. No, I'm not. Jack, can you... Little Jack, can you come and push the button, please? This is what Joel and, and Barney had to...
5: So.
6: Now, I'm going to test this man out because he he's a professional. We like do when it comes to this show. And about, uh, speaking of destroying mechanism,
7: there is uh, a lot of Queensland listeners
6: who are texting me about a particular mechanism that may need destroying. Listening to Sports Day during the week and I was inundated, absolutely inundated with... People talking about a particular segment, a brand-new segment by Boogie and Woogie, and uh, Jason Matthews come up with this, and, and you being the expert comedian mm-hmm. with such a deep background, which we're going to get into, I need you
7: to, Gus Gould-like, break down this play-by-play. So people just love this.
5: Anyway, true story. Let's start off in a positive note. Okay. All right? First laugh. Yeah, yeah first laugh. True story, this. My wife uh, asked me to stop singing. Yeah, great. honestly no, you can't read no. it off your phone. You've got to just let it flow. Why, why do you do that? You read from a screen every night. I don't read from a screen. Mine is just in my mental Rolodex. <laughs> it's a rolodex. Yeah. Anyway, my wife asked me. We were in the car yesterday, and yeah. um, that Oasis song, my favourite song, Wonder War, came on the radio. And yeah. she said, can you stop singing that? And I said to her, maybe. Maybe. You're going to be the one. No. Yeah.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm glad you start with the show with that, actually, because it can only improve.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if we freeze it right there, Barney... (laughs) Wow.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Let's revisit the confusing line. Um, yeah. Okay. couple of things. First off, he's getting heckled from the start, right? Which it's, it happens in comedy. Sometimes you, you're you there and you, you do have... It's usually the same bloke. Right. Um, it's always the bloke who's sitting there. He's sometimes a bit drunk, but he's always thinking the same thing. He's like, I know that I'm a dickhead. How do I let everyone else know? And then they just <laughs> shout stuff out yeah. at, um, at the comedians. And that's what's happened. He's been heckled right off the start. Um, Try and stay away from the, like, true story this. As soon as you say true story, everyone's like, okay, you made this up. Um, The only other thing I'd say is punchlines have to be, um, well, you don't, you don't want to have to explain it immediately no. after. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's a good like it had a lot of the elements yeah. of a joke. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? There's a setup, um, <laughs> it, 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 not it, almost a punchline. So yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a punched
5: line. That was probably yeah. what, where you, you, oh, you so missed that. I appreciate Barney going easy on me there.
2: No, he basically said you're a crap joke teller.
5: No, I'm, I, but he did it easily. He did it J- softly. What Look about, at Jack hiding in the corner. What
2: about what about Joel Sugar Kane yeah. just throwing you under the bus? Oh, mate, I don't care. Mm. You know what it is? What we're a threat to them. I no, I'm I'm hearing. I completely mm. concur. I mm. mean, what do you
5: do? You got a you've got a, a show that's struggling. Yeah, that's on before us. Yep. You don't know when Fletcher's going to be there. Yeah. So obviously, Sugar's reached out scraped the barrel today mm. to try and find some content to fill a break yep. and picked on his, on his fellow teammates. Yeah. You don't do that. No, you don't do that. We don't do that. No. You throw me under the bus there's every no night. There's no why in team. There's two an idiot. That's right. As we said last night. But you do start last laugh mm. every night with, oh, so true I, story, this.
2: Well, I'm a comedic genius, and <laughs> we've had listeners text that in, and so I might say to Barney, Barney, you're wrong. You're wrong, Barney. You sometimes can start with, actually, this isn't a joke. This is actually a true story. Because you let people's guard down then. Oh, this is going to be something serious. So there you go.
5: Uh, thank you, uh, Brisbane Eel, for, for making me aware of that. Uh, what, was, what was I going to say? On what medical advice did the Australian cricket team receive to take Green and Hazelwood if they won't play now at least 50% of the tests? Where is Errol Olcott when needed? Or bring JL back? Yeah, I still can't. We're, we're talking about this off the and I don't want to keep laying into the Australian cricket team every night. Oh, but there, really? No, but that's... <laughs> you do a really good job at it. No, but on behalf of cricket fans, I
2: can't understand But why... if cricket Tet fans officially come to you and said, we want you to stand on in your droves, soapbox...
5: In droves. ...and be our spokesperson. They want me to stand in the mall every day and... and <laughs> no, but I'm telling you, why would you take injured players? Mm. Why? Well, that can't play. Hopefully...
2: Like I said last night, they want to try and get them right for while they're over there with all the, you know, the high-performance staff and the physios and, right and whatnot.
5: So, hey, we started talking about this last night. We're going to put together tonight the Kangaroos' best admitted 13, aren't we?
2: Yeah. So the best players, and this was brought up by Sporty Gav, yep. wasn't it? And Sporty Gav, I think I'm just going to go to the text here. I think he may have already texted his team. Is that is that him? Not quite sure. We'll get to it soon, but. Uh, who are the best players to be robbed of an Australian jersey? You mm. came up with the last year. He threw up.
5: But well, what do you mean robbed?
2: He threw up Steve Edge. I think that might have been Steve from Dubbo. Actually, might have been in the name. But what do you mean by oh, robbed? Uh, yeah, probably not robbed, but unlucky not to wear an Australian jersey. I'll throw one up right now. Jersey number thirteen, Lock Ford, Kevin Campion.
5: Yeah, unlucky to not to for play. Australia. Very unlucky.
2: One was thrown up last night. Probably one of the the uh, the most popular, Kevin Horry Hastings. Only played one or two origin matches and was one of the best players in the New South Wales Rugby League week in, week out, year in, year out. So that's what we're going to look for. Make sure you text in zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. 736. Who's a player that never got to wear the Australian jersey?
5: But should have.
2: But should have. It was just timing, right? There was someone much better in that spot. I'll go I'll throw another one up here, listeners. David Peachy. Yeah, there you go. Wore an Australian jersey in the Super League year, but not many people count that as an Australian right. jersey. I do. I think if you get to be selected for Australia, but let's take Super League out of the equation. And um I, I think David Peachy was very unlucky.
5: Right. Petro and are joining us. He played plenty list. of tests in the he Australian did. jersey. It was your roommate for your one origin? Yep. When uh, you got taken over by who? Who was the bloke who took over from you in the Queensland Origin? He's league? a bum with hairy legs and no sh- no shoulders. His name's Cam Smith. <laughs> Amounted to nothing. New segment coming up a little later on tonight as well. Do you want to hear the uh, the intro? Of the boys, the new guy Cohen has made. Are you ready? What's it called? links In Lotto. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for wow. LinkedIn Lotto. What's the bet this ends wow. up on Joel and Fletch tomorrow? Wow! What's the bet they steal this one as well? Wow! So, what what is LinkedIn Lotto? I hear you ask. It's have you ever looked at I LinkedIn? I can't hear anyone asking that <laughs> at all, mate. Have you ever looked at LinkedIn? You've seen people and you've looked at the profile and their title is got it's got nothing to do with their job. Like it'd be really weird, like yeah. waste management supervisor, yep. or collect. basically, you're a garbo. Yep. You know, there's nothing wrong with that either. But th- th- their titles are horrendous. I think what you've just said about garbos is horrendous. But anyway, I don't mean it towards. I'm just saying there's people out there who, who put titles on the LinkedIn. So what Jackson will do later on, he's going to come into us and give us some t- actual titles off LinkedIn and us. And our listeners have to try and work out what that job is. Oh, okay,
2: right here. radio, radio, okay. Yep.
5: You got it? Yeah, I got we'll it. We'll do that a little later on as well. You can get involved anytime you like. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Uh before we go to the break, mm-hmm. got a text here from Mark. He's early, what's that's ridiculous.
1: Yep.
5: Is that's ridiculous is you guys talking about the Aussie team and the buzzwords they're using, just forget about it. If they didn't do any media, you'd be saying we aren't hearing from them. They need to talk to us, the fans, about what happened. That's ridiculous. Come on, that's ridiculous. Mm. No, and you're right, Mark. I'm sorry. We won't do it anymore. I think as Aussies, what we would like is... The truth? Well, they're, they're
2: talking the truth. We know that. And they know they're behind the eight ball and they're a, a really the toughest country to win a, a test match in under the conditions. I suppose as Aussies, we like it when people say, you know what, we're, we're abysmal in the first game. We understand it. We recognise it. And what we're going to do is we're just going to try and play our backsides, backsides off in the next test. That's all we want to hear. To turn around the result.
5: Brisbane Eel, just quickly. Uh, Barney said later, Jason, you are a better straight man. Not sure if that's a compliment, but then bag Sats's joke. Wouldn't take it to heart from criticism from the second half of Professor and Barney. Anyone named after a purple dinosaur isn't worth noting. <laughs> Wow, that's not me. Yeah. Oh, I'm actually glad he went soft on me. Unlucky not to play for Australia. How about Joel Kane from the Brisbane Eagle? Joel Kane, two thousand. Oh. He was unstoppable, Sugar, mm. in two thousand.
2: Point scorer of the year. First year of the West Tigers. Uh, he was amazing. And Joel Kane actually has text in. He said, I'm picking holes on your LeBron stats. He was born thirty weeks after thirty eight weeks after, record broken. He broke it thirty eight years later and he was thirty eight. It's all the same. Oh, come on, mate.
5: Just worry about your own show. (laughs) See? Yeah. Honestly, when his kids need to go to sleep at night, do they say, Dad, can you come (laughs) and tell us a story? Right, yeah. This is uh, for Mark. Uh, We're going to take you to the break with some positive, uplifting um, words from the Australian
3: cricketers. We we weren't as proactive as what we wanted to be. Proactiveness, braveness. You know, being brave enough to be proactive at the time so. You're going to have to be brave to be able to get the field to to the position you want to be able to rotate the strike and you're going to have to be incredibly brave to do that and we're encouraging our players to play that way. The award-winning seven-seat
4: Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia
5: dealer. This is Sports Day. Certainly is, Scotty. Sattler, Jason Matthews here on your Wednesday night. Big show tonight. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Uh, If you want to shoot through some people, players, that were unlucky not to play for Australia Mm. in Rugby League test matches. 0457 736 736. You've got a couple there, Sats.
2: You have Mario Fennick from Fitzy. Well, his nickname was Test Match. He didn't play any tests. Or no, was it only played th- a President's Thirteen match? Played Origin, of course, but missed out on on uh, Origin. Oh, sorry, Kangaroo selection. Kerrod Walters was the That's right. took over in '89, and then his brother Steve took over. From Him, so he was always caught in between Mario.
5: I saw actually there was a game on Fox not long ago. It was remember they played the midweek games at yeah. Seaford Oval, they played against Great Britain. That was a present, uh, Prime Minister's 13 or something, yeah,
2: yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, what about uh, Mario Fennec? Yeah, played in the PM's 13 in 1988, no official test match? That's from Jack, not our Jack. Um, and also another one which is Martin Lang. I'm not sure whether he played for Australia, but I definitely think that. He deserved to. It's your mate. That is uh, 196. Yeah, Martin Lang, uh, he was bench spot in his prime. I've got to say, I've, I still talk to Marty quite a bit. It's one part of his career. You know, people say, I don't regret anything from my career. He still says openly today that not standing for a national anthem before a test match is still the one hole in his career that he not, never got to fulfill. And it still, still
5: plays on his mind. Well, he's a man who stood 45 times for the National Anthem. He played 45 tests for Australia, six six tests for his beloved Fiji, 33 origins for Queensland. Room made it with you in one of those. Mm. Sats, Brisbane Broncos legend, <laughs> and he's a Brisbane Broncos ambassador. Petro Sivanaseva joining us on Sports Day. G'day, Petro. G'day, boys. How are you? Very, very, very good. Now, t- tell us about that one... Sats played that one Origin for Queensland, which mm. which is amazing. He got t- overtaken, or he lost his position to some bum called Cameron Smith, who, who, who turned into nothing really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But mate, what was Sats like That's as right. a, what, what was what was Sats like as a roomie during Origin camp?
8: He was a great roomie. Um, I will say this: he hasn't paid me to say any of what I'm about to say, but. Uh, <laughs> A wonderful roomie, um, great senior leader, and um, and uh, I think uh, it was a, it was a great time. We uh, we enjoyed ourselves in the in the lead up to uh, to our Origin match. I uh, think we had some, some good bonding sessions. But um, other than that, very very clean and um, yeah, someone I enjoyed uh, very much so as a, as a player, but also too as a good mate.
2: Yeah, always a um, always had a good friendship, Petro, with a lot of his former teammates. And I've got to say, Petro, with the uh, the bonding sessions, can you remember that night we went to the casino? And Wayne said we had to be out the out the front by no later than midnight, or you'd be. And Darren Lockyer stole the bus. Remember that?
8: (laughs) That's right. That's yes, I do, I do. And um, thankfully, he had his, uh, his his bus license. I'm pretty sure from from his days back in Toowoomba. I think um but uh yeah no, they were good times and uh no doubt if there was a lot fun to have be had there was always either Lockie or alfie was uh, was leading the way mm.
2: now you are a proud brisbane broncos man but you're also a proud redcliffe junior as well and resident as well And it's been a, a big part of your rugby league career and also your family the redcliffe um the redcliffe region how good is it to have a cross a legitimate cross-city rivalry now in the city of brisbane
8: yeah, I think it's fantastic. And uh, obviously with uh, the, the Dolphins get, becoming the new NRL team, um, you know, it, it's it's such a proud history of the club. I think, you know, 76 years, um, 1947, I think the club was founded and uh, came into the BRL in 1960. So when you think about, uh, you know, the, the, the history of the club, you know, starting all the way back then and then now finally getting a chance to, uh, to feature in the NRL, uh, it's, it's very exciting for... Uh, for the community, for the region. And um, I think, uh, you know, it's a good good salute to, I guess, those foundation years of of, um, of the hard work that was done by the club back um, in those years. And then obviously it's continued to build. And, you know, it's uh, quite uh, well known now for, uh, I guess, the amount of um, players and, and the talent that has come out of that region. And now for local kids, there's a real exciting opportunity now to uh, to hopefully go on to, to wear the Dolphins' jersey.
2: And there's produced some pretty good front rows in the years the red clip. there's yourself um even though you played in the centers and in the juniors i can't um, believe that yeah you were a center <laughs> weren't you buller
8: yeah. <laughs> I, I, yes I, I i i made a few appearances out there I, I think i had a bit of pace back then but then um <laughs> as, as i got a little bit older the, the weight started to stack on and uh unfortunately for me wayne bennett uh, didn't see much uh use of putting me out wide so uh, <laughs> i was brought in the middle but uh yeah, a lot of good front rows, a lot of um, good forwards, and um, yeah, I was very lucky, you know, to, uh, I guess, to, to do those those years, those early years um, in, in a club like Redcliffe, where they, you know, that was always taught about, you know, playing tough and and, and hanging in for the fight, and um, you know, um, as I said, to so many, so many great young players that have come out um, of that region and continue to do so.
2: Arthur Beetson, of course, uh, played. It started his career there in the Brisbane Rugby League. Then he went down to Belmain, came back. I uh, remember the eighty one grand final, he was captain coach of Redcliffe. They were beaten by South on the on the full time hurdle. Clinton O'Brien was a former front row, went on to play Origin from Redcliffe as well. And uh, with Arthur. Right. And it's great that round one as is going to be against the Roosters. Well scheduled here by the NRL. He's a proud Redcliffe boy, of course. So Arthur was. Now, did Arthur <laughs> play much of a role in your career early on, Petro?
8: yeah well, yes that's well uh, i guess um coming up through the junior ranks i played alongside uh, his younger son mark Beatson. and uh, mark uh, was was an absolute flyer he was uh, a center winger and um, we played our junior footy together so i got to know arthur quite well um just through uh, playing alongside mark and um you know just i guess my memories for me of Artie were just this immense figure and you know my old man's a big man but uh know, Artie matched him, that's for sure. And, um, you know, living at Redcliffe and everyone knew who he was. He was such an icon. And, um, and then uh, as I was getting older and coming up through the senior grades, he actually made me an offer to come down to the, the Roosters. Uh, and unfortunately at that time, I just couldn't couldn't get down to that Roosters camp. And then it was pretty much a few weeks later, Sue O'Connell from the Broncos came around home uh, to our house at Redcliffe and, and uh, asked if I'd be keen to come along to the Bronx. And um, that was... Easily uh, managed for for uh, for the family and for me, and so um, I went off to the Bronx. But uh, yeah, things could have been different. It could have been uh, down there with the with the Chooks. But uh, I guess the the way uh, it all fell into place for me at the Broncos, uh, I guess the rest is history.
5: Yeah, thank God you didn't go to the Roosters. I don't think we'd be talking to Petro uh, tonight <laughs> uh, at all. Hey, you would have loved. not your... I don't think would either. <laughs> you would have loved your time at the Panthers, though.
8: I loved it uh you know especially for me uh going down late in my career um i was sort of in a situation where i was thinking the only uh, move forward for me um at i think it was what 33 uh 34 was was to to head down uh, to head across to england and um because it was so late in the season there wasn't really many opportunities but i was grateful when um yeah matt elliott at the panthers um Gave me a call. Um, Craig Gower was uh, Gow. He was heading off to England, and a spot opened for me. So, uh, yeah, headed down there, and um, absolutely loved it. It was a, a fantastic four years. Made so many great uh, friendships and, and uh, mateships down there that, that are still ongoing. And um, you know, I've got to captain of the club as well too. So, I guess I, I saw firsthand at just um, the strength of that region, and um, you know, the, the amount of amazing juniors that they've got at their disposal. and you know, we saw that through the trials. Um, you know, uh, this week, it's just um, you know amazing the, the the talent that they've got. Um, and um, yeah, some great memories for me, and um, and uh, cher- memories that I'll cherish forever.
2: Now, Petro, you're still lacing the boots up for a lot of the fundraising games. You're 46 years of age. There's a big memorial down the 25th at KO Stadium <laughs> in Redcliffe for officers Rachel McCrow and Matthew Arnold. Of course, they were tragically killed in the line of duty in December. Uh, in Queensland. Um, so what's going on with that day? What sort of players are going to be joining you on that day?
8: Yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a great day. And obviously to remember, you know, these um, two young uh, police officers that were tragically killed. And, um, you know, for us, it's a wonderful way in which as a rugby league community, we can show our support um, in, you know, getting together with the Queensland police. It's going to be a big day. Uh, so uh, next Saturday, 25th of Feb, um, We've got three games. Um, We've got a women's game starting at one. Um, uh, I'm playing for the Arthur Beetson Foundation um, Immortals. We're playing the the QPS, the Queensland Police Legends, and then we've got the main game straight after that. So uh, it's going to be a full game uh, of of footy, and then we've also got... uh, uh, some uh, live music as well, so we're really looking forward to that. Buzzman Maru is going to be the main How act at, at the uh, conclusion of of the day. So three games of footy, three live, uh, uh, wonderful artists that will will, will play as well, um, and all money raised will go to um, the uh, Matthew Arnold Rachel McRow uh, Remembrance Fund. So uh, yeah, if you're not doing anything, and uh, whilst I say that, such we've got uh, quite a number of. Uh, former NRL players putting on their boots for the day. Um, we've got uh, Matty Bond, Justin Hodges, uh, big name Carlo, former Maroons uh, mm. teammate of ours. And, um, you know, such if uh, you're feeling up to it, mate. Um, Come on, mate. You still got the boots there, buddy? Well, you got my number, so. How it's... will you
5: go with your gout, though? You, I mean, you are riddled with gout. <laughs> no, my gout's gone. Oh, is it? It's All okay. controlled. All right. There'll be a few players with gout, though. All controlled, just... yeah. Satch, you should do it. Well I dare say so Petro
2: can ring me. i fair say after thirty foot three origins, five forty-five test matches and six for Fiji, that there's a fair bit of arthritis in old Petro's (laughs) limbs as well at the moment. (laughs) Hey, while I got you, Petro, I've spoken to you on a number of occasions. One of your daughters got a scholarship to one of the US colleges for softball. What's happening there? What's what's the what's the uh, what's how she did she end up going over? Yeah.
8: Yes, yes. Uh, my eldest daughter Tallulah, uh she's eighteen years old and uh yeah, she's in college in Texas and um she was fortunate enough to, to get a scholarship uh out of high school last year and uh yeah, so for the last seven months she's been over there and um it's been been a, an amazing um opportunity for her and um yeah she's she's loving uh the experience and um getting uh a taste of uh what college sports all all about and um you know uh, the study component but also to um you know uh, the professionalism in uh in in being uh, an athlete in in a in a um uh, college uh, system so it's been been great it's been great to always talking to her we talk to her every day but uh no doubt mum's missing her a lot but uh and as as other siblings but uh still we're very excited for it so it's a uh, great to see her out there uh, living out her dreams uh,
5: through sport. It's a big game softball Massive. in the US. Is there a lot of money, Petro, on offer professionally in that game in the US? Yeah, I
8: think for uh, some of our uh, top Aussie players, uh, actually there's great opportunities in America, but also too in Japan. Mm, so yeah. we've got uh, quite a number of the elite um, uh, women's players Competing uh, overseas in, in Japan uh, predominantly, and um, there's some, some real good money opportunities there for them. But uh, and also, too, you know, hopefully, you know, there'll be uh, Olympic opportunities down the track as well, too, as uh, you know, Australian softball's always been strong. So um, it's great to see uh, her get an opportunity and um, and hopefully make the very most of the next few
5: years. How about those pitches? Like the way they pitch mm. underarm, you know, they wind up that arm and just let it go, don't they? It yeah. just goes around a, a half a dozen times. Petro, we've uh, yeah. loved.
8: You you're a bit over 100k's there, so uh, you definitely want to have all the right protection on. But
5: um, <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. All right, Petra, look, we appreciate you're an Australian, Queensland Broncos, Panthers, and Redcliffe Junior legend, and we appreciate it your time on Sports Day tonight. We'll keep giving that special. Uh, game on Saturday week, a plug two as you raise uh, money for those two heroic police officers who lost their lives in December in Queensland. Petro, thanks for your time on Sports Day.
8: Thanks very much, guys.
5: Cheers. See you, Bola. What a lovely bloke, eh? Oh, he's the world's nicest guy, honestly. You, you did sound like a bit of an anchor. You did. In camp? Well, no, you went, no, oh, he's got what? my number. Why don't you just offer yourself there and then? What? Well, if he wants me to play... You should be calling him. He he doesn't call. call. Oh, you've got my number? Petro never answers his phone either. He's like Scott Prince. Must be a Broncos (laughs) thing. Hey? (laughs) This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Back in a moment with your text. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento.
4: Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer.
5: This is Sports Day. Yeah, Scotty Suttler, Jason Matthews here tonight. 0457 736 736. Uh, lots of text about a lot of things coming through, including the cricket. Uh, we'll get to those shortly. And also new, uh, Glenn from Newcastle's asking Cohen, our new guy, to answer the phone as Home and Away starts soon. Hmm. The WACPAC are out in force tonight, aren't yep. they? Listen, there's some big news coming out of Delhi. There's a training session this afternoon with the Aussies. There are some, possibly some key players in doubt for the second test. Let's cross live now to Delhi uh, where Adam Collins, our commentator for SCN Cricket, is on the line. Colo, are you there?
7: I am. Busy morning. I've I've just set up the the commentary box here and we've just got uh, internet connectivity so I can talk to you down the line. But you're right, a a lot of the the senior Australian players have been training today. It's their big preparation session two days out from the test match. Cameron Green's batting right now. and batting really well, having a long net. That's a great sign. Mm. And I've just watched Mitchell Stack Bowl um, just to a stump but out in the middle off the full run. And when we spoke to Mitch this morning on SEM Test Cricket, he was well, he was indecisive in his commentary around his own uh, fitness. He was like, well, I'm going to have to bowl and see how I go. And the fact that he's bowled a long spell on his own out in the middle, uh, I think that's a good sign as well. Give some options.
5: Okay, because we're worried at the start of the show he may not be playing in the yeah. second test, so that is good news. Uh, Matty Kuhneman has made the trek out to, to Delhi for to join the squad. Is he likely to play in the second test? Are we likely to go in with three spinners?
7: Well, this, this kind of comes back to Stark. So if Stark weren't fit and Green was fit, well, that, that makes it fairly easy to play three spinners because Green could open the bowling. The second seamer in India rarely has much work to do, so they won't be concerned giving him that added responsibility with the new ball. And that's where Kuhneman, or indeed Agar, who bowled well at training a couple of days ago and obviously has that extra string to his bow as a, as a batter, um, could come into calculations. If Stark were fit and does play, that's harder to do. They really need Green to be fit then. So it's like a lot of different uh, connotations and combinations it can be Drummed up, but so much of it will come back to green. And as for the surface, I've been looking at it, albeit from a distance out of our window. I've just posted a photo on Twitter. Um, it's dry, it's used, uh, and I think the the uh, local wisdom here is that the uh, the soil uh, composition here often means it keeps low. So even though it looks pretty worn down it may not necessarily rag it might just be a very slow track like it was at Ranchi in 2017 so um, I'm, I'm sure there'll be a lot read into the photos of the pitch but i think we should wait and see on this one
2: yeah adam the, the plan to go without travis head in the first test will they stick with that plan do you think leading into the second test and allow the first test squad to try and redeem themselves or will they be forced to make that change with travis head
7: I'd be surprised if they uh, reverted, or if they if they moved away from Plan A at this stage. Given it was one test, unless Cameron Green's fit. So Green's the X factor in all of this. If they need to find a spot for him, then I expect that Renshaw will make way. If It's out between Renshaw and Head, one left-handed for another. I'd be surprised if they parted ways with Renshaw after one attempt. Remembering that Renshaw played five test matches over here and two in Bangladesh in 17, so a lot of experience. Did okay in these conditions. And they think he's one of Australia's better players of spin in the Sheffield Shield. So they've picked a horse for a course. uh, And this surface, it's not a green top, put it this way, guys. It's not going to be a surface that's going to suit uh, players who like the ball coming on, and Head obviously does. So um, if they've gone with that logic at NAGPUR, I'd be surprised if they moved for this Test match. But again, it, it could be a different story with Green because he balances the 11 so well.
5: Jeez, a lot of people disagree with the Australian selectors and whether Travis Head should be yep. in there. He's the inform Australian batsman. and He's must- confident. Uh, uh, yeah, he's confident. Well, that's probably gone yeah. now. So that's mm. they're probably squashed. That, mm. by the way, just a quick question: Is that Michael Kasperwitz doing renovations uh, to the commentary box <laughs> in the background? <laughs> is
7: it? No, I've been I've been yelling through the window while we've been talking, <laughs> trying to get them to stop hammering whatever it is they're hammering. Look, this is all part of the experience in India. You come to the ground, you have no idea where your box will be. <laughs> it's it's fast and loose. You just have to do the best you can and hold on for dear life. Sometimes, so I'm not going to complain if they're working on something. <laughs> it's got to be a good thing. And just to your point before, if it were me. Speaking the side, I wouldn't have dropped head last week. I yeah. guess my, I don't want to be misinterpreted there. My point is is that now they've made the call, I don't think for procedural fairness reasons, they, they'll punt Renshaw after one test match. Wow. I, I just can't see that happening.
5: Cole, I can't wait. Jeez, we're pumped about it. Our listeners cannot stop talking about uh, the cricket, the first test. The second test live on SEN, Friday afternoon from 2.30 Australian Daylight Savings Time. Hey, thanks for your, for your time tonight on Sports Day.
7: No worries. Jared Whateley and Harsha Bogle joining the commentary team this well, week as well.
5: Yeah, so one of our text messages said, is that the spa bath going in
7: for Jared Whateley uh, <laughs> yeah. in the commentary <laughs> box? So, yeah, That's that is fair. Yeah. fair. That is, yeah. He deserves yes, I it. I think he's just landed in the country. I don't think it'll be that glamorous for him. But we've also got, as I mentioned, Harsha Bogle joining yeah. the, the special the comments best. team, of course. Ravi Shastri and Mike Kaspervitz and uh, Bharat Ace and Pete Lawler. So the full team here in Delhi. And yourself. A big test match. And yourself. And myself. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'll give the captaincy armband over to Jared the minute that I see him. Thanks, Collo. Cheers, guys.
5: We better go to a break. This is Sports
2: that Day. That was great, live on the run. I know that's outstanding.
5: How good's that? Yeah. they are still building the grandstand as we speak uh, over there in Delhi. Gotta Just go really to a break- quickly,
2: Gold Coast Blue Bag says, "Ask Petro about the knife and the toaster." When he was told it was dangerous, to grab the fork. No, that was that was Luke Lewis. <laughs> that
4: was Luke Lewis.
5: Right, yeah. Got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. <laughs> This is Sports Day. Scotty Sutler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Uh, Gee, Some of our SCN stations are leaving us for the basketball. The NBL finals are on. You can keep listening to us. Don't despair. Just go onto the SCN app and you'll find us there. Quick, some texts around kangaroos. uh, Players have missed out on making the kangaroos, I should say. Yeah, Ryan says, uh, Kevin Hastings, great player, never
2: represented. Yeah, you are exactly right. Uh, One that never played for Australia was Preston Campbell, the little legend. That's from Luke. And I'm going to put a team together, 1 to 15. Okay, I'm going to do that at the end of the show. So stay on the SEN app if you, you leave the market. Um, Michael Hagen, missed out in the Australian jumper. Very good player. What about Owen Craigie? Did you say Owen Craigie? Yeah, I haven't read that one out yet. It's uh, Boogie, fun size Jack. newbie Cohen, players that should have played for Australia but didn't. Kevin McGinnis and Owen Craigie, both Australian schoolboys, yet played in an era with the centres like Girdler, Gidley, Gazner, Cooper who played in successful teams. McGuinness and Craigie would have thrived in the test
5: environment. Daniel from Prairiewood on one. the SN app, yeah. Evening, gentlemen. It's Bruce from Blacksmiths here. A few players I can think of. Mal Cochran. Yes. Who so won the Rothmans medal and broke his leg. Ron Rambo Gibbs. Yes. And an old Penrith player from Queensland, Phil Kleindus. Phil Kleindus, yeah. Yeah, That's absolutely. from Bruce. Thanks, Bruce. Great text. Need some more second rowers. Need a couple of second rowers. Michael Hagan, Russell says Michael Hagan, yep. missed an Australian job. Where would you put him? Probably a utility. Right. Dallas Johnson? Great player. Jeez, some good ones. Yep. Hey, we've got to go to break. If uh, you're on SEN, switch over to the app. We'll be back in just a moment.
4: The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorrento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest
5: Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. 0457 736 736 is our uh, text number. Hello to our listeners and welcome back to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. whole bunch of my favourite radio stations, 2SM in Sydney, 2HD, Newcastle. Love it. Love 2HD. Best radio station ever built, apart from... Some other ones that we work for. <laughs> uh, also, those listening through the SCN app, uh, the SCN stations are, dr- are dropped off because we're going to coverage or have gone to coverage of the Cairns Taipans uh, taking on the Sydney Kings. Do you reckon Danger
2: would be there? He's a Cairns man. He's a Taipans fan.
5: I think the game tonight is in Sydney. Is it? It might be. Okay. I th- oh, I'm not sure. It might have been in I haven't even checked to see where that is. So, Uh, But for those with us on the app, uh, a big second half of the show coming up. Uh, We've got the great man himself, Simon Orchard from New South Wales Greyhounds. Got two from two last week. He's got some tips for uh, Wenty Park tonight. Uh, Satch, you're going to preview the Broncos 2023 season. When you lay out
2: some of their players, if they don't get any injuries, they've got a really good team on paper.
5: Yeah, but we're now hearing stories that Adam Reynolds has now got back issues and is going to miss the trial this weekend. He
2: went to the club with back issues, which then extends down to your hamstrings. He'll miss the trial this week. You know what? After 250 NRL games, I don't really... He probably doesn't need to play trials or too many minutes in the trials.
5: Yeah, that's true. But, geez, I mean, I I guess we're going to talk about it soon. But that if he doesn't play, they struggle.
1: Mm -hmm.
5: They struggle. They they. You know, there were so many times last year when that game was in the balance, he just took it by the, the horns yeah. and said, follow me, boys. And that's that's what the Broncos have lacked. Yep. So it would be very interesting to see uh, how they go. Anyway, we'll talk about that hey, Thanks uh, for all your soon. texts
2: also. We're going to get to them throughout the, the next hour with uh, Kangaroos. Well, players that have missed out on Kangaroos jerseys. I've started to put down a, a team based on everyone's votes. I've got to say, it's a pretty handy side.
5: Mm. Some breaking news too. We spoke to SCN cricket commentator Adam Collins uh, live from Delhi, actually in the commentary box. Uh, he was there watching some training, some Nets practice today with the Aussies. It's looking good that Mitchell Stark may be playing uh, in the second test. So he's And the other one is Cam Green. Uh, Probably has, Cam
2: Green more so than Mitch Stark, which with what the pitch is going to look like and what the pitches are always yeah, like Mi- in India.
5: But Mitch Stark roughs up that bowling area for Nathan Lyon and also Todd, Toddy Murphy. So they missed that with that left-hander coming over the wicket. There, there wasn't anyone fast bowler messing up that pitch for him. So uh, they need Starkey. Plus he does swing that ball a mile.
2: Yeah, he's awkward it, to face. It,
5: so let's hope Starkey pulls through. And But the big news out of it is that, and I've been hearing these stories today, is that Travis Head won't be in the second test team. And if that is the decision they make, then as you say, Sats, it's disgusting. <laughs> it really I, – I can't fathom why I, the guy who's in red-hot form, who should have won the player of the series in Australia, was given a warning because of that 200. Yeah. How he's not being considered for the second test. When they crumbled with the bat. Well, it's, it's
2: built on statistics. This side has obviously been built on a lot of statistics – Most notably, Travis Head, when they've said previously in the subcontinent he hasn't handled the conditions that well. Now, he's a completely different athlete. You can tell he's got a lot fitter, first and foremost. Aesthetically, when you look at him, he looks like an athlete. And at the moment, he's seeing them like basketballs. Anything on that offside, he just absolutely crucifies. And and to be able to say you're the fourth best test batsman in the world, but you're not good enough to make the Australian side on a really important tour – Says to me, well, it's, he would be thinking himself now. They can give me every reason, but when I'm at hu- when I'm back in my room, I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm just digesting what's what's going on at the moment. My coach and my captain, who basically picked the side, don't have faith in me.
5: Yeah, it's it's not good. And and when when Collo said that Matt Ranshaw's been picked on the fact that he, you know, played spin wheel and Sheffield Shield, like what what what? I, where's Oprah? Like mm. what? <laughs> Seriously, yep. I don't. I. I I'm. I don't know, Sats. What's going? No wonder I yell at a bloody cloud because I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. I don't get it either. Well, what, you know, your players in
2: form. You got players in form. You play them.
5: It's, Absolutely, it's,
2: like, it's, it's like easy. Saying, well, it's like saying a rugby league game. You better go and play a state of origin. It, it's the toughest climate, the toughest conditions. Much like playing in India. It's like saying well, we're going to pick this player because Suncorp is a really fast track and he has a really good game in game one at Suncorp. And then you go and play at our core stadium now, the Telstra Dome, the Mm. Olympic Stadium, which is generally a a longer grass. It's a lot more dewier. It's a lot more slippery. We're not going to pick him because that field is not conducive to his style of play. doesn't make sense.
5: Mind you, New South Wales did make Years of errors by picking Mitch Pearce and halfback all the time, instead of picking inform halfbacks.
2: Well, he was the inform halfback. Yeah, true. For many years, yeah, he just came up against a red-hot Queensland side for a lot of a lot of those years.
5: Yeah, he finally won eight years later, which was which was nice. He redeemed himself. Um, Your mate wants to talk to you. He's on the phone. Is that Glenn? Good evening, Jason. Yes, Jason, and to you, Scott. Yep. Good evening,
2: gentlemen. Oh,
8: is that your neighbour's told Shane, you? I hope
2: you're listening. Is that your your neighbour told you not no, to
8: call him no, Justin? No, no, no. Actually, how did you know? Did you hear our conversation this afternoon? Did you? Mm, may have. I also want to say I'm always pro- proactive. Yep.
5: Bringing our award winning show, particularly yep. on. That's all we got time for tonight. You got to listen to a bit, a little bit more of him. That's enough.
2: It's not got one for Scott. Yep. Can I
8: just give the one for Scott? Yes, absolutely. Hey, Harrison, what's the difference between I'm not leaving and I'm not going anywhere, mate? I oh, know. Come no.
2: on. He's digging a hole for a shot. I tell you, Rooster Muzz loves you when you do that. Mm. Honestly. You now, don't
5: like this show, do you, Sam?
2: Craig from Maitland thinks head will bat at five, believes Carey came out and said... Head will play an important part of the second test and the remainder
5: of the series. He's, he's referring to carrying the drinks. Mm. Mm. He, he won't be. I, the, 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 even talking to Heels today, he's saying he's, he's not going to play the second test. Well, very
2: test. rarely, as you know in cricket, we know the teams in rugby league and AFL and rugby leading into the game days before. Um, with cricket, as you know, no one knows the team until pretty much press conference that morning, but most notably at the toss. Mm. So... I don't know whether Alex Carey would, if he's disclosing that, it, he'd be talking out of, out of school.
5: Uh, or he doesn't know. He's talking out of somewhere else. Yep. Just don't reverse sweep this test. Mm. Just, just play it straight. Hey,
2: can I quickly um, bring up, I don't know, I've been wanting to talk about this, and I don't know whether any of the listeners have heard
5: about this new Nike movie. It's, Is it, it Nike or Nike?
2: Well, I'm, I say Nike. I say cause Nike. Because it's spelled like bike. <laughs> um, and it's Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's movie. Matt yeah, Damon's right. in it as well. Um, Jason Bateman. And this is about how Nike became the biggest brand in,
5: in sport. Do you want to hear the trailer? Absolutely. There? Here we go. 1984 has been a
6: tough year. Our sales are down. Our growth is down. Sonny,
5: I brought you in here to grow the basketball business.
3: People don't know what the hell a Nike
6: is. What's a converse?
7: NBA all-star shoe. There's nothing cool about Nike. You would have to have a pretty compelling pitch. I can tell them the one thing the other companies can't compete with.
4: Our basketball division is terrible. I do not love it. Mm. Mm.
2: But There's a little bit that goes on after that where where, um, the the role that Matt Damon plays uh, is he's, he's, he's got to get Nike to be the number one, the number one brand above Converse, I think Reebok at the time, and he puts all his eggs in one basket for a college kid that's never played an NBA game before. They said, you yeah, know, this is too risky. We don't like it. What's the name of this player? He says, Michael Jordan.
5: Yeah, wow. And then the
2: rest is history. Yeah, I think it's released in March or April. Like, yeah, can't wait for it.
5: Steve from Davo's on the text. Yep. Is Jack leaving for good or just going on holidays? No, he's leaving for good. He is. He's off to – actually, Jack, you got to come in for this new segment. Uh, he is going on – he's going for good. He's moving to Ireland for six months. Yep. He's hoping to find some real love. Over mm-hmm. there because all the women in Australia have rejected him.
9: Yeah,
5: You know what it is? What? They're too tall for me. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, the, you know the True. cutest thing I enjoy? And I know Barney was having a crack at my first laugh joke, but the, la- the last laugh every night brings a tear to my eye because I just the, the image of Jack just sitting on your lap as you tell this mm. joke, it's cute. Oh, it's cute.
2: It is. Steve it is said last night that I nailed it. He said I should have said failed it. Oh. Well, Steve, you know what? Ooh. You're out. Banned.
9: Porch of geese, it was. No
5: (laughs) soup for you! Come back one year. All right, we've got a brand new segment on the show tonight. We can't guarantee it's any good, but here we go. Ladies and
2: gentlemen, it's time for LinkedIn Lotto. Bruce Muzz says, that sounds like 70s porno music. It does a
5: little bit. Can I just say that was made by our brand new producer uh, Cohen? He's exceptionally good. Yep. But he thinks he's Cooper Cronk. Have you noticed that? He does. He tries to overanalyze the game. He, uh, he loves his rugby league. Can you just tell him you love him because he's trying to impress you? He loves his footy.
2: Now Glenn from Sunshine Coast says uh, when talking. This is what LinkedIn Lotto I was about. You're going to you're going to read out what a job description
5: may be. Yep. A title. A title on LinkedIn. Yep.
2: yep. So Glenn from Sunshine Coast said, "When I was in the army, I had a job. It was called underwater panel beater. It was the title of my job, but I was actually a Dixie basher, washing pots and pans." There you go. <laughs> there you go. This is what it's
5: all about. Yeah. So what, what we've noticed on on LinkedIn, it's just people put on their. Titles. Can you explain to
2: some of the listeners they may not know well, LinkedIn what LinkedIn is, is? It's
5: like a, a professional business, network. Yeah, professional network. Yeah, it is. And yeah, and people do, it's just full of people BSing. So that they might they may have a job as a a lolly salesperson, and uh, I don't know. My a
2: confectionery co- expert.
5: Yeah, yeah. connoisseur. Or, yep. Yeah, You know, that's it. Yeah. And they just build their, I mean, God, yeah, even some of the people we work with, but I'm not going to mention those. But anyway, let's yeah. uh, let's get into it. All yeah, right. Give us one and we'll guess what the profession is and the industry. Number one, traffic direction specialist. Tra- well, I think holding a like a stop-go sign. Mm. Lollipop lady at a school. Bang, Jason gets the chocolates. There we go. Nice one. Second. Yeah. Is that a real person
9: on there? First impressions director. Oh, that's easy. Oh, that's receptionist. Bang, that's went first. All right, here we go. Communications delivery officer. Ooh. Communications delivery officer.
2: Mm. HR. No. No? Paper boy. No. Oh. Postman. Oh, wow. The postie.
1: It's,
9: it's a, being a postie is a mm. great job title. Say it again. Yeah. Communications delivery
2: officer. What about on time or not? De- deli- Three to five
5: business days. <laughs> Deliverer of bills and bad news. <laughs> yeah. That should be it.
9: Okay. Mm. Head chef and seasoning specialist.
2: Head chef and seasoning, seasoning. specialist. Mm. Um, I've got no idea.
5: Is it the person Reasoning who station. asks if you want chicken salt or
9: real salt? Well, Jase, you're close, and it's very close to you. Macca's fries worker.
5: What? Stop That's it. Aria. <laughs> She's the fry queen. That's great. At Macca's Harbour Town. There that's you go. That's great. All right. And last, here we go. Last one, is it? Yep. Okay.
9: Waste distribution and mediation manager. Well, that's a Garbo. No.
2: no.
5: Waste, Waste distribution, distribution No, gar- Garbo manager. collects... Collects doesn't oh, distribute.
2: Yeah. Waste, waste distribution would and be involved.
5: Waste distribution.
9: In distribution and mediation. And I guess that would be mediation of waste.
5: waste uh, uh, is it someone who works at a recycling centre? No, no, no. Waste no. distribution and, and mediation, mediation specialist yeah. or manager. manager. yeah. Waste
2: distribution. uh Plumber.
5: Bang! Sats gets the chocolate. No wow. way! Great gear. All right, this has been LinkedIn Lotto. Yes or no?
2: Do we continue? Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. I oh, like it. Do you Ladies like it? And yeah. It's time for a LinkedIn Lotto. Is that your? Yeah. Is that your, your Leaving us? Is that your yeah. sort of your your you're going to leave on the show. Wow.
9: Yeah. But Thursday. Yeah, that'll be it.
5: Like is, are you hosting the show tomorrow night? There is a rumour going around the sports You're doing start-upers. Last Laugh
9: tomorrow night. Yep, hosting, Last Laugh, picking
5: the last song. Can you That's do an happen. Irish
9: joke tomorrow night? Just Absolutely.
5: to, <laughs> just yeah, to get yourself be. in the mood. When do you go? When do you actually leave the country? Have you got your visa sorted yet?
9: Yes, it uh, should be next Tuesday.
5: Should be yeah. What are you gonna do with okay. your record label? Because but p- p- people don't realise mm. you are the Dr Dre of uh, the music industry in Australia. What is, what's your record
9: label called again? It's called Zang Records. Z-A-N-G. 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 Yep. Yep. And, uh, from Wayne's World. And can you can you? <laughs> what a great movie. Unbelievable! One of movie. the greatest. One movie. of the greats. Yeah. Yeah. Ow, my pancreas. Um, well, you know he says "Zang." Yeah, and it's
2: excellent. That's us. Zang. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. How many number ones? Squeeze me. Baking powder. Um, <laughs> right Can I ask you? Yes. As a lover of all music, all of it. Yep. What's your favourite genre? What What sort of?
9: I'm. What years? Predominantly. Oh, years or genre?
2: Well, I'm years.
9: Pre- uh, let's say. Or years and genre. Uh, Post rock. Yep. Post-rock, I would say uh, late 80s to mid-90s slash early 2000s. You
5: got it, didn't you? You set him up (laughs) i purpose. Good teamwork.
2: Good teamwork. (laughs)
1: That
2: was Uh, so boring. mm. So anyway, Uh, looking
9: forward to that movie, though. Brad from Redhead says, story. Hi, Scott no, and
2: Jason. For your information, Nike is pronounced Nike. I said that. It's Latin for victory or in Greek mythology, goddess of victory. Also, a good book about it is Shoe Dog about Phil Knight, who it sounds like is uh, Matt Damon is playing. Now, Matt Damon is playing Sammy. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that you know that famous shot of LeBron James mm-hmm. and there's a still shot, a famous still shot, and everyone in the background, as the shot leaves his hand, has their camera up, and there's one person that doesn't. It's Phil Knight from Nike.
5: Yeah, right. He's the only one that doesn't. Yeah, wants yeah, to yeah. capture
2: the moment in his mind.
5: Uh, Bloody Oath Top One. That's uh, from Danger and I. Posties used to run the country. The postal union held a lot of sway back in the day, especially when elections were on, right? Uh, Steve from Dubbo, who's actually been banned. Yeah. Um, what was his text? I've seen the document documentary on how Nike started. It's all right. Mm. Okay. Hey, D- Daniel from Prairie Woods been on the text 0457 736 736. Gents, regarding the buzzwords being used by Cricket Australia players and the coach, perhaps they're applying the self-fulfilling prophecy theory where, which is where an individual's expectation effect comes to fruition of the prophesized outcome. That or they've been speaking to Bradley Charles Stubbs, a.k.a. the Coach Whisperer. Win, 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 dun, dun, dun. He was my next-door neighbour. Is he? He was, Ah. yeah. He didn't inspire me at all.
2: But, uh, yeah, he was my neighbour once upon a time.
5: Um, Mal from Hinton. Being proactive and very brave, I think the word they are looking for is panic. You can't
2: panic. You can't panic. Um, Kangaroos omitted 13. We've got a team here. Yep. Here's some good players you missed out in the Kangaroos. Fullback, Mick Potter, great player. Uh, Darren Albert, Brad Izzard, Mark Hughes, Steve Gearen, St- Steve Carter, Phil Blake, Colin uh Ron Gibbs, Pinchinelli, David Boyle. Yeah, some really That's good players. We've got other players like Tony Butterfield, Steve Edge.
5: You didn't finish the team. Who was your hooker, Mario? Uh, is that what it is? I can't see the full You four got tech. to David Boyle. Oh, I thought this was your team. No. I've got an actual ah. team I've, I've put together right. from our from Okay, our Do you want to quickly run through it then? Fullback David Peachy. Yeah. On the
2: wings, Nathan Merritt and Alex Johnston. In the centres, Jared Croker and Anthony Mundine. In the halves, Cody Walker, Kevin Hastings. Front row, Des Morris. What a great player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Edge, Hooker. Mario is going to play in the front row because he spent a lot of time in the front row at the back end of his career. Ron Gibbs and Gavin Jones. We just got a text here about Gavin Jones. He would have made the 86 Kangaroo Tour if he didn't break his arm.
5: There you go. Yeah. was
2: it? Sorry, was there room
5: for Cody Walker and Alex Johnston, current players? Yeah,
2: Alex Johnston on the wing, wing Cody right. Walker in the 5'8". Right. Uh, Gavin Jones in the second round with Ronnie Rambo Gibbs. The lock is Kevin Campion. And on the bench is Preston Campbell, Terry Panowitz, who was a great player, got stuck behind Ron Coote and John Raper from Maitland he was. We've got a really good text there about Terry Panowitz. Uh, we've got Michael Hagen and Dallas Johnson.
5: It's a good team. Good team. Really good team. team. Yeah. Um, Another text here. What about Gavin Cooper in the back row? Or bench? Gavin Cooper. Won a premiership.
2: That's from Cohen. Plenty of origins. The new producer. Well, we wouldn't put him in. If Cohen's put him in, we're not putting him in then. Oh, you can't do that. A good guy, Coop.
5: Evening legends, Mickey G. Uh, Well, you know what I do for a living, but when I'm hanging with those socially above me, I'm a consumer conveyance consultant. Now, what do you think, Mickey G- Jack? What do you think Mickey G does for a crust? Consumer. What was it? Sorry. I'm consumer, conveyance, it. consultant. Uh, bartender. Nope. Do you know? Don't you, sats? So no, Mickey I don't. J- no. What do you think it is? Uh,
2: consumer, conveyance, consultant, consumer, consultant. Uh, like it works as a cashier.
5: Nope. Both wrong. He's a bus driver.
2: Oh wow. Okay. Actually, consumer. J- well, consumers
9: catch buses. Oh, it wouldn't be. But if it was commuter. I'd make sense, but well, mate, he's it's his job. Yeah, he, sorry, the listener's always right. No, I the listener's mate. That's, That's our job. That's
5: oh. LinkedIn Lotto. I'm a rectum transporter transplanter. This is from James. He says I'm a bus driver. That makes sense. There you go. There
2: you go. Jack yeah. likes that
5: one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jack loves the word rectum. <laughs> this is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. We'll be back in a moment. Look, do you want LinkedIn Lotto to hang around? Let let us know. We're doing it for Kia. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. When we come back, Simon Orchard from New South Wales. Greyhounds joins us. The
4: award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The
0: striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia.
5: This is Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Of course, it's time to get all the latest in New South Wales Greyhounds, the home of Greyhound he Racing. Was on fire last last week at Winnie Park. And I didn't have a bet. I did. Got the all up. Did <laughs> you? Simon Orchard, welcome. You yep. legend. G'day, boys.
6: It's funny, isn't it? The terminology there, uh, statue with the all-up. That's a very old-school terminology. Now yeah. the other boys just call it a, a, um, a multi. A multi. An
5: um, you know, all-up. I like that. Old-school.
2: I was listening to the greyhounds on my wireless.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Please don't tell me the Daily Double's gone as well.
6: Oh, uh, mate, it wouldn't surprise me if Stats are still filling out the ticket and walking down to the tab, and yep. knocking on the door and letting him them, letting them in.
5: <laughs> yeah, I bet you it wasn't his money. It was probably a free bet or something like that anyway. Hey, listen, you set a good team down to Melbourne for the three Group Ones last Saturday night and came home with the one win. Tell us about the trip to the Meadows for that feature racing.
6: Yeah, boys. Look, we spoke a little bit about it last week. We we obviously sent down our guns, our best of our best. She's a pearl. Went down. French Martini went down. Punished Bandit. Corborn Magic. We sent a couple others. Ritzer Piper and Stagger at Lee and blow the door off. Stagger at Lee's won uh, the Group One Zoom Top, and we shouldn't be surprised really because Stagger at Lee won the Bold Trace, another Group One over the staying distance down in Melbourne late last year. I guess the thing, boys, Corborn Magic came back to New South Wales and. And knocked over stagger at Lee a couple of times and you know if you had to have a bet, which I'm sure plenty of people did last week, you would have back Magic Magic uh, inside and out. but stagger at Lee just flew home. it was a sight to behold. it looked like Corball Magic was going to win another group race for for Jody and Andy Lord and young Jack Strutt, he's only twenty four years of age, based in the south of New South Wales, him and his old man own and owned the dog and Staggerout Lee's just whooshed on by and and won another Group 1. So all of a sudden, Jack Strutt wakes up on Monday and he's a dual Group 1 winning trainer. And as I said, tender age of 24, still at uni, doing great things. And Staggerout Lee's now won over $260,000. So one for New South Wales. We weren't fortunate enough in the other couple of races. The rookie rebel didn't go to plan at all. And then, of course, in the big one, the Tem Lee, wow, she's fast, just asserted herself as the best greyhound in the land. Boys, it's hard to stomach sometimes. We think the pearl... And her, were, you know, jostling for the best uh, the best female greyhound in Australia. But wow, she's fast. Just it absolutely blew him away again as she does. And unfortunately, the pearl comes back to New South Wales without a victory down there in Victoria.
2: Yeah, nice, nice. Now, Sunday evening. Interesting. I'd, I'd love to go to the, the dogs on a Sunday evening. Bulleye Gold Cup final is on this Sunday evening. And that, is it right, yeah. Simon, someone celebrating their 11th appearance in the last 18 or 19 sure. years?
6: They sure are. That's right, yeah. Uh, Sunday night racing, as you say, what better way to spend your Sunday night than down at the track, especially if I think we've got 38 or 37 degrees coming up this weekend in New South Wales. So Bulleye is hosting the Bulleye Gold Cup. Uh, it's worth a bucket load of money, like all our features these days. And Ruth and Danielle Maddock boys, uh, mother-daughter duo, they will be rugging, rugging up their 11th runner in the final in the last 18 years. So they've got Lend Me Dad going around in the final from box four, the youngest dog in the race. Uh, He's only just turned two years old. Interesting about this guy, boys, for your listeners out there who know Greyhound Racing, he is a three-quarter brother to Wow, uh, who's the dog who took all before him a couple of years ago. He's retired now and he's off doing his stud thing. But uh, Lemmy Dad is a really promising young chaser. And Ruth and Daniel Maddox, they just love this race. They race at Bulleye every Tuesday when they can. Obviously, this race has moved to a Sunday uh, because it's a feature And I'd love to see him win it. They've only won one out of their 10 appearances so far, but this will be lucky number 11 and hopefully Lemmy Dad can get up. There's a couple of good dogs in the race, boys, as you'd expect for a feature. A couple of Victorians, Jungle Panther and Pandero Warrior, they're probably going to start favourites. Lemmy Dad will probably be around that $7, $8 mark potentially. As I said, youngest in the race, only had 14 career starts, but he'll he'll be improved. Last week he was having his first run uh, in a month, he got to the lead, Pandero Warrior, who, as I said, will probably start favourite, ended up overhauling him in the last little bit. But the best part about Bulleye, boys, it's one turn and it's fast. It's really fast and it suits big, strong animals. Uh, so you see the best of the best go to Bulleye. And as I said, a one-track turn, which is a little bit different. Normally yeah. we can go around the two bends like we will at Wendy Park tonight, like we do every Wednesday, but one, one bend at Bulleye. It's a famous race, and it's been won by some wonderful trainers and some wonderful dogs. So to Ruthie Maddock and Daniel Maddock, good luck with Lemmy Dad. May the best dog win come Yeah, Sunday
2: great up. work. What a great history. Now, you only need one turn, don't you, for absolute carnage. So uh, if you get through that first turn, you're home and hosed. Now, Winnie Park, you had two wins there last week. What have we got here this week?
6: Yeah, look, not as confident tonight, but don't let me turn you away from having a bet. Race 4 is a really good betting race, boys. Rita Donner returns for her run, first run since October. She's 6 bucks at the moment. Coast Model comes out of the summer 600 final, $2.50 favorite. Simply Limelight is $3.40, but we're going with Showman Jack. So, it's Race 4 number 7, Showman Jack. He's the one I want to be with. He's about 420 at the moment with bet 365. <sighs> look, he's he's a bit hit and miss so far this year. Uh but he loves when he park. He's won nine times there. He's going for 10 wins tonight. He's won three of six from box seven. There's a spare lid inside him. I think it all points to a Ford showing. And I know John Smart, every time I talk to him, he loves telling me how good this dog is. And I'd love to see him return to the winner's circle. So race four, oh, yeah. number seven, Showman Jack. Then race six, number four, Tommy Cade. This a youngster on the rise. He's won three or five already. The lid is all very promising. He looks like the best of them. He won over Brother Onyx last week, who's talented. He beat Single Swinger, who um, who's also good. And I think tonight from box four, he can win again. So race six, number four, Tommy Cade. And race four, number seven, Showman Jack. The best bets are when he parks tonight.
5: Showman Jack, a bit like our producer Jack, yeah. a bit up and down this mm. year. Uh, is, he a tiny? is he a tiny dog? Yeah, tiny yeah. little dog. Yeah, with small yeah. paws. He's
6: an enigma. i will give you the hot tip. <laughs> Same he as our dog. He can yeah. yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right, yeah. mm. uh, Thedogs.com.au, the home of everything greyhound racing in, the, in New South Wales. Uh, we'll catch you next week, Simon. Can't wait, boys. There you go. Simon Orchard uh, on Sports Day. A uh, couple of tech sats before we go to the break. Uh, Mick from Margaret River.
2: Hey, boys, loving the show as always. From the Big Bad West, Big uh, Big Bull Bailey, yeah, he played for Australia. Nathan Blacklock, pretty sure didn't get a run. he did. Nathan Blacklock played two games for Australia, but didn't play State of Origin, Nathan Blacklock. But, yeah, you're right, Make absolute rippers.
5: So, hang on, how many players how many players got picked for the Kangaroos without playing Origin? Is that another team? There are, yeah, there's, there's
2: not a lot. There's not a lot, but, yeah, Nathan Blacklock is one of them.
5: Is that your phone? Um, not the here. Joel Clinton? There you go. My
2: former teammate at the Panthers. He played for Australia in
5: 03 but never got picked for origin.
2: That's another one. Yeah, we could do that. We should do
5: that. Mm. Uh, just on the text, uh, Woogie and Worm, make sure you both watch the front bar tonight on Channel 7. Mick Malloy, Sam Pang, and Andy Ma. It's dead set pants weddingly funny. Yeah, it is, Rooster Mars. I think Alfie's on tonight. Is he? No, yeah. was he on last week? No, was he's he he on, on tonight. tonight. Yeah. Yeah, it is a great show. Um, yeah. Uh, what else is there? Uh, Bondi Jack
2: says, uh, Scott, ask your dad about big Bill Mullins. I don't think Billy ever played for Australia. It's, of course, uh, uh, the father of uh, Brett Mullins. He was a great player, powerful, rangy, fast, destructive winger like growth and Faye, He was on the verge when he broke his jaw on Father John Cootes' boot in a New South Wales match at the showground. Mm. He was a great winger, Billy Mullins.
5: One more before we go to break. A lot of people um having their say. Uh, on the Australian cricket team. Strange Australia didn't bring another pace bowling all-rounder to India and try someone like Aaron Hardy in the dead rubber against South Africa and Sydney. Now they're saying how important it is for balance of the team. Cheers, Toronto Rod. Right? I can't believe how many injured players we took mm. to New Zealand. Mm. I, 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 yeah, anyway. Uh, Jason, uh, fr- I think this is from Man Boobs. Hanscom's not up to it as a test bat. No intent. Move on from Warner, ASP, and Agar, who doesn't spin at all, and played in Sydney. He must be a net bowler at best. Look, yeah, look, Agar hasn't. He took one wicket in Sheffield Shield this year.
1: Mm.
5: It was one for a hundred in two innings. Uh, Warner, you just don't know when he's going to deliver. How many times has Dave Warner been written off? Well,
2: the argument is yes, he got a double century in Australia. Uh, Travis Head probably should have been the player of the of the series against mm. the West Indies. Mm. Uh, but in saying that, also. Um, if it's been picked on stats and your form in the subcontinent. Yeah. As we said last night, David Warner's Warner's form post-2018 overseas has been
5: abysmal. Yeah, look, the dribble that's been sent out by the selectors just does not make sense. Throw that bloody stat machine out and start picking players on form. Mm. That's how you win a test series. Got to go to break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia Sats. You're going to preview the Brisbane Broncos' chances in 2023 next. (laughs)
3: We weren't as proactive as what we wanted to be. Proactiveness, braveness. You know, being brave enough to to be proactive at the time. You're going to have to be brave to be able to get the field to to the position you want, to be able to rotate the strike, and you're going to have to be incredibly brave to do that, and we're encouraging our players to play that way.
5: So so you've got to be brave to be proactive, and you've got to be brave to rotate the strike. It's called running between wickets. You hit the ball into a gap, Andrew McDonald, Mm. and you go, one... When you
2: play it out in, like, like the medley that, that Jack and Carl put together, it's, it's quite amusing.
5: It's, very,
2: it's been funny Isn't all a, week. Can we put I, some backing music behind like some Benny should. Hill music
5: behind it? Or da, 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 da. Yes, boys, that's your, And there's that's two of them. That's not Benny Hill. Oh, there's two yeah. of them at the back. Do you reckon they can do it? Mm, I don't know. No, no, I'm struggling I a little bit. Hey, Matt Rogers has been on the text tonight. Oh, the four rat. five seven seven three six seven three six. Matt, you know you work on the show now. You don't actually no, have to No, it doesn't te- officially. So he's still a listener. Is that what he
2: is? Has he officially signed his contract? Yeah, yet? no, it's all it's all
5: it's locked in the S C N vault.
2: And I love how he puts he tries to put another moniker like GC Rat, but he doesn't realise no. his name comes up.
5: That's his rap name. Is it? Yeah. 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 Hey. Okay. GC, GC Rat. Your dog. Surely Travis Head gets a run. Absolute madness. Yes, rat. Everyone is saying that. Mm. Incredible. Gout. There's not an often a topic you see come up. Hey, Sats. Just noticed, Jay said you suffer from gouts on occasions. Did you ever play while having any attacks? Tim, who doesn't freeze his meat from parks? No, I didn't, Tim, because I actually got my first bout of gout. Oh, I like it. Like that? Yeah, I do. I
2: had my first bout of gout the week after I
5: finished my last game. There you go. I didn't know what it was. I think I know what it comes from, too. What? Freezing your meat, at? Yeah. 2023 mm. season preview of the Brisbane Broncos. They finished ninth last year. On 28 points with a win-loss record of 13 wins, 11 losses with a points differential of minus 36. With six rounds to go, they were in the top four. Yeah. Yeah, they really nosedived.
2: For whatever reason, Adam Reynolds, losing Adam Reynolds for a period of time there played a huge part as well. Post-origin, a lot of young players playing origin and playing a lot of rugby league, really...
5: I think, fatigued and exhausted them. Well, Cobbo copped that concussion. He was he out did. for a few weeks. He did,
2: yeah. So they lost a lot of key players. And again, just getting used to playing and backing up from representative rugby league, which just takes so much out of you. And you look at that Origin series last year. I mean, that was physical. That last game, the people dropping like flies, people playing through injury, and then backing up for their club, you know, four or five days, or three or four days later, I should say. So will they improve? Yes, I think they will. Now, the biggest... Bearer of of where they finish will be Adam Reynolds, yeah, and he's going to miss this weekend because of back soreness or back tightness, and they're just going to try and be precautionary with with trying to limit the amount of you know, game time that he has. And I think that's smart.
5: And this is why South didn't offer him a long term deal. As disappointing as we were to see him go from South, they weren't sure about the hammies, were they? Yeah, you're right. And I still
2: think he was worth taking a pun on as the oh. Bunnies. It's-
5: Yep. Yeah, yeah, but and the Broncos don't worry; they'll still do well with him. But it, the question is, how are they going to go without him? Yeah, how do they go if Patrick Carrigan gets injured?
2: Exactly, it's it's identifying that one player that really hurts your side. And for for Parramatta, it's Mitchell Moses. I think if they lose Mitchell Moses, I think they bundle out of the eight. Now the gains for the Brisbane Broncos, Jock Madden from the West Tigers. Many might think, oh, he's only a young half. He was the captain of one of what they regard as one of the best Australian schoolboys only a few years ago. He's yeah. a really good player, Jock Madden. Uh, they've got um, Martin Topo is the way that he wants to be pronounced now. It's not Topo anymore. It's no, Topo. Topo okay. uh, from the Manly Seagulls. He's going to be a really good signing. And, of course, the big signing, Reese Walsh. He showed on the weekend how important he is. May miss what, round one with a fracture to his his cheekbone. May play. Now, just to finish off, are they a top eight side? I thought, mm, I'm not quite sure. They may finish ninth again. But I what when I read out what their possible back line is and the other players they've got in their squad, if they can keep everyone on the field, mm. okay, listen to this back line. Walsh, Corey Oates, Selwyn Cobbo, both on the wings. Katoni Staggs, Herbie Farnworth, one of the best center combinations. Ezra Mamm, one of the most exciting, potentially young 5'8s we've got in the game. Adam Reynolds. And in the forwards, you've got Uh, We've got Kobe Hetherington, who's a future state-of-origin player. You've got Blake Moser, who I think may be one of the best hookers we've seen in some years as well, a young hooker. You've got uh, Patrick Carrigan, Australian player, state-of-origin player. Tom Flegler, Mm. state-of-origin player. Payne Haas, Australian player, state-of-origin player. Topo, who's a New Zealand rep, uh, rep, Marty Tappau. And Kate Will, state-of-origin player. That's a pretty impressive lineup. When you look at that on paper – can they put it all together? Can they gel? Can they all head in the same, the right direction? Can they listen to their coach, Kevi Walters, and believe what he's trying to preach the, to them as a coach? If they can do that, that's definitely a top eight
5: side. Where do you have them finishing?
2: Well, I've got them finishing in the top eight now.
5: So eighth? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Anywhere I, in that top eight. I
2: think they'll play finals.
5: Okay. Yeah. There you have it. Mm. The only thing they don't have there is a tried and tested number nine.
2: True. You're right. And that's so important. But I think if this Blake Moser gets thrown in, I think he's mature enough between the years. Which, which um, Host Plus Cup teams he played for? South Logan Magpies, which is right. their feeder club. Played yep. against men last year. Uh, went to Keebra Park. Um, he's a really good player, this kid. He is so smart.
5: There you have it. Sats having the Broncos finishing in the top eights. Where do you have them? 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. <laughs> Yeah, Scotty Seller, Jason Matthews. Uh, last segment for a Wednesday night. Second last night that we have to put up with Jack. New Farm Australian through and through. If you're listening in Dubbo, hope you got a pool because you're in for a hot one tomorrow. Top of 35. There's harness racing on Friday night from 6pm and Farmers Markets at Dubbo Visitor Centre on Saturday. we it in early. Yeah. yeah, the zoo, of course. Steve?
9: Steve from Steve
5: Dubbo. Steve from Dubbo, oh, yeah. about Michelle, on Michelle on of Michelle course. She's in Dubbo as well. Uh, Temperature's set to rise to 40. What? Steve, I hope you're all right. Mm. Do you think Steve will just sit in his bath in a pair of undies? Just hydrate, Steve, please. Yeah. You worried about it? Just in his wife fronts Sitting in a baby pool. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. Very quickly, uh, before we do some techs, mm-hmm. very and I mean very quickly, okay. Jack. Yep. Champions League.
9: All right, Champions League. The round of 16 started this morning. It's been a long time between what drinks. In the way he
2: pointed at you then.
9: Yep, No, that was wow. a serious one. Bayern Munich defeated PSG one 0 That was um, PSG being at home as well. So a good win for Bayern. Uh, AC Milan defeated Tottenham one nil. Tomorrow, Club Bruges play Benfica and Dortmund play Chelsea. Is PSG like MSG or not? Paris Saint-Germain. Okay. Uh, Actual club that – what are they called when they join together? Amalgamate. Amalgamate. Amalgamated club in the 70s. So uh, tomorrow morning in the EPL at 6.30, a top-of-the-table clash between Arsenal and Man City. Will you get up for that? Uh, Yeah, I think you have to. Really? Uh, Winner will go top of the table. So Arsenal do have a game in hand, but if City win tomorrow, they'll go on top on goal difference. Big, big game because Arsenal have uh, slipped in the last couple of weeks and City are just – They're they're, they're always right there.
5: G'day, guys. Hey, Jack. Thanks for turning the knobs and punching the buttons, mate. Enjoy Ireland. It's a great country where the traditional Aussies are from. Boys love LinkedIn Lotto and really like the funky music intro as well. As always, great show team. Shotgun shine from listening to HD. That's nice. Thanks, Shock On Shine. There's a few Um, there saying. But hang on. But by the way, Cohen made the intro for. um, Well, Steve uh, from Dubbo said,
2: "Jack, old mate, you're going to be missed. You're all right, kid." Thanks, Steve. Mm. (laughs) Did
5: he Did he put kid? Stay hydrated tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he wrote kid. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, more text messages. LinkedIn worm. You made the same blue a lot of people do. It's not a stop go sign. It's a stop slow sign. I hope you sleep better knowing that. Mm. Stop go. Now, um, Steve at Raymond Terrace. A different, Steve. I don't
2: believe the Aussie batters have to find some kind of bravery. I reckon they need to... Key word is patience. And that's what they always say about playing in India. It needs to be about patience. And unfortunately, we weren't playing sweeps at 5 for 50, were we? Oh, yeah. Um,
5: we kangaroos admitted 13. Evening, gents. You guys talking about great players not to play for Australia. Sent my mind wondering... And somehow got to this knowing eligibility rules. How is it Tony Carroll played for New Zealand and Australia? Yeah,
2: I, I never I never understood that. Thanks, Michael. Never understood that, Michael. I, to this day, I still don't understand it. I hope someone would explain it to me. Uh, Adrian from Rouse Hill, one oh. part of the Whack Pack. At least this India series is going to challenge the Australians and be enthralling to watch after arguably the most pathetic summer of test cricket ever. The West Indies were horrible and somehow South Africa managed to lower the bar and be even worse. Good mm. text, Adrian. I'm thinking
5: about getting Adrian to do my taxes this year. He's, well, Will bon- we get a no. discount?
2: Bondi Jack. Bondi Jack's officially slowly working his way into being a part of the Black Pack. Is he? Because he, he's he's sticking up for Adrian, sort of saying he's not an accountant. He's a real estate agent. And he played second grade for
5: the Dragons. Mm. Might have played We're in With Dungeons and season. Dragons. <laughs> Is that who he... That was good. Thank you, mate. That I've been working on that good. all night. Mm. Uh, any more texts before we go to the last laugh?
2: Rooster Muzz, those cricket upstarts are dead set taking the P155. They smirked and giggled after that crap that they went on with.
4: And what makes it even worse? They've just been lapped. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. <laughs> I can't believe I just wandered in. I... He's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats.
2: I've got a a Mexican friend. His name's Juan. Anyway, we've been a little bit concerned about him. He went to the doctor. um, And the doctor figured out what happened with Juan. He's not feeling the best. So the doctor put him on anti-anxiety pills for his
5: Hispanic attacks. (laughs) That's racist. (laughs) <laughs> How cool. dare <laughs> you Grab a podcast of the show From uh, wherever you get your podcast from Spotify, iTunes Look for Sports Day New South Wales We'll take that last bit out <laughs> Can we boys? Sure Thank you uh, This has been Sports Day We'll be back tomorrow night For Jack's last one